I'm jumping in with a quick message that I've added to all HR Coffee Time episodes to let you know that my group programme, Inspiring HR, is back. In case you haven't heard of it before, it's an intensive six-week programme for mid and senior level HR and people professionals. So if you're an HR business partner, HR manager, head of HR or HR director, or the people equivalent, so a people business partner, people manager, head of people or people director, and you'd like to build your confidence, your credibility and your impact at work, Inspiring HR could be perfect for you. We get started on Wednesday the 5th of June 2024 when we'll be meeting up over Zoom for two hours every week. The group sessions are a blend of group coaching, training and facilitation. They're supportive, encouraging and practical and each week has a slightly different focus. So in week one, we look at setting yourself up for success. Week two is about boosting your confidence. Week three focuses on being strategic in your role. Week four is all about building key relationships. Week five takes a deep dive into influencing at a senior level. And the final week looks at planning for the future. There's a link with the full details in the show notes for you. Or you can learn more by going to my website, Bright Sky Career Coaching, clicking on services and then clicking on Inspiring HR Group Programme. I would love to have you join us and to get to know you throughout the programme. But if you have any questions about Inspiring HR at all, please feel free to ask by getting in touch through the website and I would be very happy to answer them for you. Hello and welcome to HR Coffee Time. I'm your host, Faye Wallace, a career coach and outplacement specialist with a background in HR and I'm also the founder of Bright Sky Career Coaching. And today I'm really excited to be sharing three little known LinkedIn features which will help you to get your next job. Because LinkedIn is constantly adding new features and making tweaks here and there to try to make sure that the platform is as good and as helpful as it can possibly be. But a lot of their features are often tucked away or released without any major announcements. So even if you use LinkedIn all the time, you don't necessarily know about them or it can be easy to miss them. And I have to admit to being a bit of a LinkedIn geek. It's my favourite of all the different social media platforms for lots of different reasons. But one of the main reasons I like it so much is I have seen so many clients, particularly with my outplacement work, get their next jobs because of LinkedIn. So even though you can look up the statistics about LinkedIn, which are properly mind-blowing if you see just how many people are on the platform now, with 77 job applications submitted every second and six people are hired every minute on LinkedIn, and nearly half of the UK population is on there. Although I know those statistics and reading about them is impressive, I think it's seeing firsthand so many people I've worked with actually get their next jobs because of that platform that has really made me like it as much as I do. But whether you don't like LinkedIn at all, you love it like I do, you're a bit ambivalent about it, whatever your feelings are, I really hope that the three features I'm going to share with you today help you feel a little bit more excited about using it and taking the plunge and getting stuck in to make the most of it when you're looking for a new role. 
I'll start with the feature that I think will be the quickest and easiest to describe, and this is your LinkedIn URL. So you may not know that when you create your LinkedIn account, you're automatically assigned your own URL. And if you're not sure what a URL is, it's basically a website address that you can share with people so that they can go straight to your profile. Because now that so many people are on LinkedIn, there are millions and millions of us on there, it's very likely that there is more than one person who has the same name as you. And it's made it just that tiny bit harder to look people up on there. Because if you're in a hurry and you just put someone's name in and perhaps you spell it wrong, or you see that there are absolutely loads of people with that name, you're then not sure which profile you should be sending a connection request to or which profile you should be looking at in detail. So sharing your URL is a great way of cutting all of that problem out. And if you've spent time creating a strong LinkedIn profile, it really makes sense to encourage people to look at it. That's the whole point in having a good LinkedIn profile. You want people to see it and you want them to realise that you'd be a fantastic asset to that organisation. And if you're a little bit nervous about how to create a LinkedIn profile that really stands out and does everything that you want it to, I have actually got an online course which is called Power Up Your LinkedIn Profile. It's a quick but easy course to follow that takes you step by step everything you need to do to really have a polished and professional profile that also increases your chances of recruiters finding you and approaching you. So I'll make sure that I put a link to that in the show notes for you if you are interested in taking a look at it. But anyway, back to my point about your LinkedIn URL. My very first tip then is to add your LinkedIn URL to your CV. And then that way, recruiters and hiring managers are much more likely to look you up on LinkedIn once they've received your CV when you apply for a job, because all they have to do is click on the link to find you. And I've also seen people set up an email account that they only use for applying for jobs, and then they've added in their LinkedIn URL to their email signature, which I think is a great idea. So that's one you might want to try too. But instead of just adding in the URL that LinkedIn has automatically assigned to you, you can actually edit it to neaten it up, making it look cleaner and more memorable. Because the LinkedIn URL that you're assigned is going to be linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash your name and then a whole series of random digits and letters which means it looks a bit messy and long if you just use it as it is. But what lots of people don't realise is that you can actually edit that URL so you can take out all of those random digits and letters. LinkedIn just put them in there I think to try and allow for the fact that there are lots of people with the same name. So for example my LinkedIn URL would have been linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Faye Wallace AZ12345PW or something like that. But now it just ends with Faye Wallace because I've gone in, I've gone on to LinkedIn and edited it. So if you want to edit your URL, just click on your profile and on the top right hand side of the screen, you'll see the words come up that say edit public profile and URL. 
then all you have to do is click on there and you'll be able to neaten up your URL. And if you're unsure about how to do this, once you've stopped listening to this podcast, don't worry because I wrote an article ages ago actually, but it shows you, it still will work. (laughs) It shows you step by step exactly what you have to do. And it even has a video embedded in it showing you exactly how to neaten up your profile. So you can find that on my website, which is Bright Sky Career Coaching. It's in the blog section, and I'll also link to it in the show notes. The title of the article is how to include a link to your LinkedIn profile in your CV. The next feature that I'm going to tell you about is called interview prep. When you log into LinkedIn, you'll see there's a menu bar running across the top of your screen with all different icons and words to help you navigate across the platform. And one of these menu items is towards the right-hand side of the screen and it's called jobs. It's really easy to recognize because it has a picture of a briefcase sitting above the word jobs. And if you click on it, it will take you through to the jobs section of the site. Now, if you're looking for a job at the moment, you'll probably be familiar with this section because it's where you'll be shown potential jobs that might be right for you. And you can use this section to search for jobs and to set up job alerts so that you're emailed relevant jobs whenever they're added to LinkedIn. So you might be thinking, Faye, why are you bothering to tell me about this section? But you may not have noticed that there are some other features within this job section. And the one I'd like you to take a look at will be on the left-hand side of the screen once you've logged into the job section and it's called interview prep. Once you click on the words interview prep, you'll be taken through to a whole section dedicated to helping you to do well in interviews. Now, there's a list of common interview questions on the left-hand side of your screen, so you'll see those straight away. And these are things like, tell me about yourself, why should we hire you, tell me about a time you had to handle pressure. There's a whole range of them. And you probably already know that there are different versions of LinkedIn. So most people have got the free LinkedIn account, which means that you're not paying anything to have your LinkedIn account. But there are also premium account options available that you can pay for. And of course, understandably, LinkedIn wants to encourage you to sign up for one of these premium accounts. So when you first look at this screen, you might think, oh, I can only access all of this stuff if I've upgraded my account. But actually, that isn't the case. They're just showing you stuff that would be available with a premium account to try and encourage you to sign up to it. So you will, yes, get extra stuff with a premium account, but you don't actually need that if you don't want it. There's still some really useful content in this section. All you have to do is actually scroll down to the bottom of the page after you've chosen an interview question that you'd like to have some advice on. And then when you've scrolled down to the bottom of the page, you'll see that underneath the part where they try and encourage you to sign up to premium, you'll be able to see there's a video. And I think that all of the videos are made by different career coaches. And there's also a short written summary. So that video and that written summary, they give you guidance on how to answer the question as effectively as possible. If you want to see examples of people answering the questions themselves, then you do have to upgrade. But 
If you've never had a premium account before, LinkedIn will normally let you have a free trial for 30 days, which gives you loads of time to work your way through these questions if you want to. But like I've already said, you don't have to see the examples of people answering the questions. There's still great content to use here. So the videos and the guidance are both fantastic, but there's something else that's also really good as well and that is that you can also now have a go at practicing your answers to the questions and get feedback on how you're doing. So I tested out this feature yesterday because I've told lots of my clients about it but I'd never actually tried it myself. All you have to do is click on a blue button that says practice and get feedback. You then get to either type out your answer or you can record a video of yourself explaining your answer. And if you record a video, then LinkedIn's AI, so LinkedIn's artificial intelligence, will then give you feedback, which I thought was pretty cool. So when I submitted my practice video yesterday, the feedback I received was that my pace was right at 130 words per minute. I had no idea how many words I was saying per minute until LinkedIn told me that. And it also told me I had good pitch. So that was nice to hear. I had wondered if the AI would be able to magically make detailed recommendations on what about my answer was good and how I might be able to improve it. But I think that was probably me expecting a bit too much of it. What I could do, as well as having this feedback about my pitch and speed, is I could then have clicked another button to request feedback from someone else in my LinkedIn network. So if I'd done that, the video would then be sent to them and they would be able to watch it and come back to me with any feedback they have. It also works if I'd typed out my answer instead. If you type out your answer to a question, then obviously the AI can't tell you what the pitch and tone are like and how many words you're saying per minute. So the AI part doesn't really work for that part, but you can of course then send your answer to someone in your network if you'd like to and ask them for some feedback. Let's move on to the third feature that I'm going to share with you today. And that is LinkedIn's advanced search features. So I'm sure you'll be used to using the search bar in LinkedIn to look for friends and colleagues on there to send them connection requests, but you can actually use it to do even more than this. And I'll give you a couple of examples of when it might be useful to do a more advanced search. The first example is if you want to find and connect with recruiters who specialize in HR roles because perhaps you haven't looked for a new role in ages and you aren't connected to many recruiters, or maybe you've never been connected to any, it doesn't really matter. Whatever the situation is, it's always a good idea to be connected to some great HR recruiters, because if you're in their LinkedIn network and they're using LinkedIn to search for people who might be right to fill one of their roles, you are much more likely to flag up in their search results. If you're connected to them and checking your LinkedIn feed regularly, you'll also get to see their posts, which can be really helpful as recruiters will often mention roles that they're recruiting for in a LinkedIn post rather than advertising the role in the job section or advertising it on a different job site. So to find HR recruiters, all you have to do is type the words HR recruiter into the search bar. 
after you hit return on your keyboard, you'll see that some filter options appear underneath the search bar, and it's easy to miss these if you're not looking for them. The first filter is people. Click on this filter and you'll be shown a long list of people who are HR recruiters, which means you can then send each of them a connection request if you'd like to. And a little trick to tell you about at this point is to click through to each recruiter's full profile after you've been shown a summary of their profile in your search results. Then if they haven't adjusted their settings, because if they're savvy, they may have switched this off, but hopefully they haven't, you'll see on the right hand side of the screen, there's a section called people also viewed. And in that section, it's very likely that there will be a list of other people who have very similar profiles to the one that you're looking at. So that's another great way of finding even more recruiters to connect to. You can then just work your way through those, have a look at their profiles and decide if you'd like to send them connection requests. A different example of using the advanced search features on LinkedIn is if you've identified a company that you'd really like to work for and want to approach them to see if they have any roles that might be right for you, or if you have an interview coming up and you want to learn more about the company you're interviewing at by speaking to some people who already work there. All you have to do is type the name of the company in the search bar, hit return, and then again choose people from the different filter options. If you're lucky, you may have some first degree connections showing up in your search results. Now, first degree connections are connections who you've either sent a LinkedIn connection request to and they've accepted it, or they've sent you a connection request and you've accepted it. Whereas second degree connections are people who are connected to your first degree connections. What that means is that if you have a first degree connection show up in your search results, then it's very likely you know that person and you can get in touch with them and say, oh, hi, I see that you work at this particular company. I'm really interested in seeing if I can get my foot in the door there. Can you give me any advice about who I should speak to or could you introduce me to anyone? Or can I just have a chat with you to learn more about the culture and what it's actually like there? Or of course, if you've got an interview coming up there, you can tell them and say, oh, hi, I see that you work there. I hadn't realised that actually, and I've got an interview coming up. It would be fantastic if I could just have a chat with you so I can really understand what the company's like, what the big projects are that are going on at the moment, and any information that you think is really going to help me with the interview. And I can tell you, as someone who has done a lot of internal recruiting before, it makes such a massive difference when you're sitting in an interview with someone and they tell you that they've made the effort to talk to people who are within your organisation so they really do have a good feel of what it's like to work there instead of just relying on reading stuff that's on your company website. But if you haven't got a first degree connection showing up in your list, then the second degree connections can come in just as handy. And I'll try and bring this to life for you by imagining that a company I want to work for or that I've been invited to an interview with is Coca-Cola. So if I enter the words Coca-Cola in the search bar, hit return and then click on the people filter, it will show me everyone I'm connected to at Coca-Cola. So I've just done this for real while preparing for this podcast to see what would happen. I put the words Coca-Cola into LinkedIn, thinking genuinely that I don't know anyone who works there. 
and straight away I was shown pages and pages of results of second degree connections. Now, I have got thousands of connections on LinkedIn where I've been on there for a really long time and I use it a lot. You may be starting from a point where you don't have lots and lots of connections on there, so you may not be shown as many results, but you will still get results. And I know that the people being shown to me are second degree connections because they have second written next to their name. So the number two and then a little n and a little d. If I look at each person's name closely, I can see that LinkedIn shows me who the first degree connections are that we have in common. So for example, the first person who is showing right now in my search, I have got 16 shared first connections with her. If I click on the words 16 shared connections that is written underneath her name and job title, LinkedIn shows me a list of who those shared first degree connections are. So that means that I can read through the list and approach the person that I know the best to ask them for an introduction. So let's imagine there's someone on there called Tallulah who is a joint first degree connection with this person at Coca-Cola that I would love an introduction to. All I have to do is call Tallulah or send her a message and say, Tallulah, I don't know if you know, but I have an interview coming up at Coca-Cola. I can see that you're connected to Megan, who works at Coca-Cola. Do you know Megan very well? And she's either going to say, oh yes, Megan's lovely. I've known her since primary school. Of course, that's no problem. I'll introduce you to her. I'm sure that she'd love to have a chat. Or she might say, oh, actually, I don't really know Megan that well, so I'm not sure that I can approach her. And in that case, that's absolutely fine. It's much more likely you're going to get the first answer, but if you get the second one, it's not the end of the world. You can just move on to the next person that you can see has a mutual connection with you and ask them if they'd be happy to make an introduction for you. There are lots of other ways that you can use the advanced search features in LinkedIn. I've just touched on a couple of them, but why not go away and have a little go and experiment and just try things out and see what you find and what you uncover by using that search function. That brings us to the end of today's episode. We've covered three different LinkedIn features, your LinkedIn URL, the interview prep section, and the advanced search capabilities. If you decide to put any of the tips from today into action, I would love to know how you get on. You can always get in touch with me, unsurprisingly, on LinkedIn, and I'll put a link to my LinkedIn URL in the show notes, so you can send me a connection request if you'd like to. I really hope that you found the episode helpful. If you did, I would be hugely grateful if you could rate and review the show for me in Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, and perhaps even share it with a friend who you think it might help. So goodbye for now, and I will look forward to being back again with more tips for your career next week.